let's start with um Guten Tag. No, you say ich bin Abe. Or Abby. You can say your name how it's actually pronounced, but like Abe is Abe. Oh, ich bin Abe. Abe? Well Abe? <laughs> Hello? Abe? <laughs> Oh god, I'm sweating now. <laughs> my like foot is hot. <laughs> take um. a second. Let's take a second. Yeah, I'm drinking hot tea and a hot waffle. You got your you got me a bubbly, but you didn't get you a bubbly? Yeah, because I didn't know what to get him. Oh my god. Bubbly? I'm first this time, bubbly? right? Because yes. you were first for Domine. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you should have taken your hot tea bag and put it on your Kindle. Oh, is it still in there? Yeah. Okay, good. I was about to say, drool beer. Don't leave your tea bag with <laughs> tea. Well, so take it out. Yeah, no, I took it no, out. No, I'm not you, an idiot. Next time you make tea, if that pimple is still there, if you make it tomorrow, put it on there while it's still hot, and it'll actually, it'll help heal the pimple. Hmm. You hear that, world? Especially under your nasal. Yeah, if you get pimples under your nose, it looks like boogers, and it's No, it's not even that. They're just fucking painful. They are very painful. Innocent child. No, no, no. <laughs> Und du hörst, why so furious? Und du hörst, why so furious? Hörst. Hörst. I hear it now. Maurice used to be very, ag- not aggressive, just like, huh, poignant. Poignant. Und du hörst. Pun- not pun- pungent is the word I said. Poignant. Poignant, where he was like, mm, you know, you punch it. Hörst. Hörst. Say, oh, okay, so, say, say it as if you're saying, like, Say your O as if you're saying worst. Worst. Hurst. Hurst. Yeah, because you're saying it almost looks like an R at the end of it. That's how I think about it. That's how I get the mouth shape. Hurst. Yes, that's so good, Abby. Hurst. You'll find out why <laughs> we're speaking German later. I am technically a German minor. I just dropped it. <laughs> no, you did. I didn't know that. Oh, you didn't know I dropped no. my German minor? Oh, yeah. No, I completed everything. I had every requirement completed, and I dropped it. Cause so it, are you still going to have a German minor? No. So essentially what happened was is I realized that if I maintained the German minor, it took away those classes that filled my electives. So I would have had to do you a to shit do ton of electives. Mm-hmm. Which would have equated, I think, about five classes. Yeah, that's how the university gets more money. Yeah. We see you, UNG. They don't let us double dip, so. University system of Georgia, that's not just a UNG thing. Yeah, so. it's not. No, it's not. But, um. Man, if we could double dip, people would be done with their yeah degrees so certain, fast. Certain stuff at, like, the university, you have to double dip. Like, if you were, like, a cybersecurity major or something, I heard mm-hmm. that you had to, like, double dip. Just because of the way it worked out. But, um, no, I ended up dropping it. It was sad. But, um, which I felt really bad about because Faith and I had a pact that if I added my German minor, because she had a Spanish minor already, mm-hmm. that I, that she would add her anthro minor. So then mm. we would both be 
language and anthro minors and then history majors. But technically you took all the classes I did, to be I a did. German minor. Which will work out when I get my PhD and they require me to have an a, a flu, like fluent fluency. That's not a word. Is that a word? Yeah, it is. Fluency. Yeah, fluency in in German. So I have a fluency in English. Yeah, you do. <laughs> but don't um, we all? Yeah, don't we all. I would mm. I would beg to differ. That is true. <laughs> Some people still don't know the difference between I there, could there and there. Yeah, I could care less and I could not care less. Lie, lay those words too. I still don't know the difference like how I went to lie down. I don't know the difference between Yeah, that. those ones are hard for me. Someone tried to explain it to me once, and then I understood it, and then I immediately it forgot it. It was probably Maurice, because it's one of his biggest It was my peeves. grammar professor. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, or affect and effect? Yes, I just say impact. I just say the impact. That's a good. That's good. <laughs> yeah. But, um, no, I, I forgot what I was going to say. How's your week been? <laughs> Anna. I know. You already said it has been a long one earlier. It has been a long one. So, last week, I did not complete the whole week of student teaching because I was not feeling well. It's not COVID. I have already had COVID. So, the likelihood of me getting it again is a very, very low. But... I wasn't feeling well, and they're super, super hyper-aware, which is good, of people going in with any symptoms of COVID, which is anything. Yeah, which is a shit time, which we went over, We went over before, yeah. And so I skipped Thursday, and I had a doctor's appointment Friday anyway, so I skipped it. So I have only really had, like, one full week of student teaching. Yeah. So this is my first full week. Granted, I, I don't have Mondays. So it's not really a full week yet, but so much has happened this week. So much has happened. Mm-hmm. Just, I'm getting my first taste at like, um, how difficult high school students can be. can be. Yeah. And I was expecting middle school to be worse in the sense of like shocking stuff that they say, but they're more like, they don't know goofy. better. They're yeah. goofy and like. They also have no awareness in regards that their actions impact other people. So it's like you can't necessarily be angry at them because their awareness is so minimal. It can be they're so innocent. Yeah, still. yeah. Like, and there are definitely there's a spectrum in regards. Oh yeah. To like, there are some students who really don't know, and then there are students who are aware, and they, but some of them who are aware still don't give a shit. So yeah. So but like high school seniors, they know. They know what they're doing. Is they know way better. And I'm getting that this week. And my, my mentor teacher today, she basically was like, you can't let them see you sweat. You know, you can't let them know it's bothering you because it'll make it worse. And you can't, like, she's basically like, nothing shocks me at this point. And she told me some stories. And I will not say the stories on here. But let's just say students overshare. That I, about things that I personally even as a 22 year old just don't even like really talking about with people unless I know them well yeah and I called Anna today after because I'm like Anna (laughs) this bothered me and I just needed to bother someone else she literally said that I just need this to bother someone else and I asked her I was like were we like this when we were 18 like juniors and seniors in high school and she said no like I wasn't yeah 
So, but it seems to be more, at least from what you've, the stories you've told me, it's more boys. It is more boys, and it's definitely the same kids that are yeah. saying these things. It's not all of the kids. It is, like, the same group of kids, which other teachers have said, like, oh, yeah, you have that one? Yeah. Okay. Like, I'm which... So- Teachers talk, just to let you know. So if you were a troublemaker in school, I can almost guarantee you that every single teacher knows knows what that. You did. Yes. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I. Yeah. And oh, we picked out books this week at mm-hmm. the library. They're doing a book report. I have never done anything harder than getting these kids to pick out a book. Mm-hmm. I think my pulmonary embolism may have been easier. Yeah. They hitting these kids to pick out a book. They would have acted they were acting like I was asking them to climb Mount Everest. Yeah. And then they're like, Do we actually have to read these? I'm like, uh yeah. And one kid was like, he's a senior. Mm-hmm. He said, I haven't read a book since sixth grade. And I was like <laughs> I just kinda blinked and was like, Oh no. Yeah. Because my- Spark Notes is a thing for these book report and my mentor teacher said the books have to be at least 250 pages. They can be nonfiction or fiction, yeah. but they cannot have been made into a movie. Yeah. Because she knows. Yeah. The, she's been around long enough to know that these kids just watch the movie. Yeah. And I will, I will be honest, even when I would, even though I was like in the AP classes, there were times when I just. Oh, me too. Did not, band was so much and I just didn't me have the time too. to like read the like five chapters of the road that I was assigned, so oh, I would just yeah. spark note it. Like, Which that book is great. That that is a great it's so book. Good. It was so heavy though. It is very uh, heavy. And I will admit, I have not finished To Kill a Mockingbird. Wow. I actually spark notes the rest of it. Not the whole thing, but the rest of it. And I pride myself on this. I still got an A on the <laughs> test, which probably means it wasn't a very well written test if I could still get an A yeah. on it and not have finished it. Yeah. But um I yeah, I and you know my mom. I had mentioned To Kill a Mockingbird in mm-hmm. a previous set of theories, and I actually have Ghosts at a Watchman now, and I need to, excuse me, to read both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, because if I'm gonna teach it someday, then yeah. it would be great if I read it. I understand what happens in To Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah. Um, and in my opinion, the fact that it's on the banned book list is bullshit. So yeah, definitely. Stupid. Um. You okay? Yeah, I'm having a hot flash. I'm like, I have an ingrown toenail right now, okay? Yeah. And we're all adults. I'm having to, like, think we're all adults. I don't think there's anyone who listens to us below the age of, like, 17. Can you tell? So, I guess, which is kind of creepy, but, like, I guess that, like, Apple and, like, Spotify, because you have to put, like, your Mm. birthday in, unless there are some people who are lying, 12 year olds who lie to get Facebooks. Very much. Be How so. old do you have to be to get a Facebook? I don't know. When I was, when I got one, I think I, I was in like seventh grade. The when I only got one. reason I got one was because I asked my mom if I could have one. Since Me too. We moved states, and I had to be friends with my mom on Facebook. Oh yeah, like, of course. And one time I remember, as a like thirteen year old, I shared a Jenna Marbles mm. um, YouTube video that was uh, faces girls make when they're having sex, <gasps> and my mom was no, like, Anna. "What the fuck, dude?" And I was like, "What." it was funny and she was like you shouldn't be sharing that stuff and I was like well I didn't think about it and she was like yeah no now you've thought about it delete it from your page and I was like oh yeah so kids definitely like younger and this is why we were saying middle schoolers 
are more innocent when yeah. they joke about that kind of stuff. That is true. That is the perfect example, Anna. Yeah, but you were also <laughs> explaining why you were having a hot flash. Go ahead. Oh, yes. So I have my foot in a tub of hot water and vinegar. Um, and vinegar because, you know, yay. Um, Home remedies. Yeah, and so I have, like, heat going into my body from my foot, my left foot. And were then you, I have. Were you making that face because you heard that noise? Yes, too? we okay. heard a noise. It's our neighbors. Okay. And we, I also have heat going into my body from hot tea, which is probably not the best combo. So I'm having a tropical vacation. Do you want to try to turn the fan on, and I'll no. watch the no. mic? It'll be too loud. Okay. It's fine. I'll be fine. Okay. I'm okay. Okay. We can also open the door. Mackenzie's not here. Mary Kate's just downstairs. It's fine. It won't do much. Okay. That'll be fine. Um, but um. I guess I should share my week. Um, yeah, Anna, share your week because I'm hogging the time. Okay, now that I'm like, <laughs> okay, now that I've been listening to, and that's why we drink. I've been realizing so good. How, I mean, Christine, if you're out there, I love you guys. I fucking love Christina, and or Christine, however, whatever her name is. Um, I think it's both. I think it's both. Yes. I think they, her family probably calls her Christina because that's the German pronunciation. And then Christine is just like what she goes by. Like goes, she goes by Abby. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, now I've been listening to it. I'm like, oh my God, we do so many of the similar things where like one of us will say, oh, what's been going on with you? And then we'll forget to like ask the other person. Cause that's what Christina does. Yeah. They do that a lot <laughs> in the beginning. And then I, I've noticed that I'll say like, let's crack into, into it. it yeah and i'm like i feel bad because i feel like i'm stealing other shows but that's like a that's an idiom is that what yeah, yeah it's an idiom yeah so um it's bad. not like i'm saying and that's why we drink yeah. like you know but i love them they're it's funny so good but um yeah so it's funny because like in the past few episodes i've been talking about uga especially in the star wars episodes and now uga is not even on my anymore really no not at all i i was like i didn't know that so the professor the doctor professor uh who, doctor professor. <laughs> who i emailed about being my advisor oh my god Thank oh my you. god abby is there a bug in your teacup maybe you okay <laughs> Okay, that's how we'll deal with that. Okay, no, but as I was saying, yeah, the professor responded and was like, yeah, I just don't know if you going from being a history major and an anthro minor, because you don't do as much research if you're, right. you're, if you're a history major. Yeah, they're comparable, but, like, we can't, we also can't think of, archaeology so much in the, like there's historical archaeology which is kind of what I will be doing but like it's just not as comparable as you would hope it would be um and so she was like yeah I just just to be frank and I also don't want you to be dissuaded but like as the person who you've emailed I just want to say that most students who come into our PhD program already do have a master's or a bachelor's in anthropology and I was like frick you're right so I was just like yeah it's a bit of a, a jump and also I realized I kind of fucking hate Athens I'm sorry Claire if you're listening to this I just like I don't like it either I don't I don't think I like the environment as much as I would hope um it's hot 
and well it's georgia but like it's it's hot in the sense it's not in the mountains it's, there's not a lot of trees yeah there's not a lot of breeze and um there's not a lot of hiking nearby which drives me crazy um got in touch with a school called w- the college of william and mary which is in yep. colonial williamsburg which abby actually does know about but she's not aware that I am now considering that as my top school. So Ooh. it's definitely not Boston, which Abby was like, if you move to Massachusetts, I will cry. Yeah, um, <laughs> best not be. I'll cry if you move out of the state. Let me once, tell but... you how expensive it is to live in Boston. I already sent this to Abby, but like it was $1,500 for a yeah. 300 square foot studio in Boston. It's like New York almost. That is so expensive. And I just And have... a studio is like. One, one room, huge room, right? One With a room. bathroom. 300 square feet isn't even a big room either. That's Is like, it like this? That's not, it's not as big as, it's not as small as your room. Like your room, I want to say, is probably like 14 by, not 14, maybe like 12, I guess it's 12 square. I don't think Kind of. Is. Actually, I think it is. I think it's 12. I think your room the is. the ceiling. It is. Yeah, I think your room is 12 by 12. Which is a pretty good size. That's 144 square okay. feet. So if you think about this room being and then, double. But there's also the kitchen. But there's also the kitchen, the bathroom. Your the bed room. literally sits in that room. So it's like, I just would be so, like, not. I, I want to be able to entertain. I want to be able to have you and over, have guests over. And not have to worry about, like, cleaning your room. Yeah, exactly. Time, which your room is your apartment. Whole yeah, ass apartment. Yes, yes, is your whole ass apartment. Whole ass you know? Yes, and I don't say that lightly. Mm Mm-mm. And so, like, I just, that's, (laughs) like, if, if it weren't for the fact that Boston is so freaking expensive, it would probably be, like, my top, not my top, but, like, my second, William and Mary, will remain my top. I didn't expect to, I guess, have so many changing opinions about schools so drastically but like i'm glad that i'm realizing like this school's not gonna yeah especially for your because if i go to william and mary i will be there for five years yeah because i they have a phd and i would like to get my phd um but one really great thing is that if i go to william and mary i will be able to apply for something called a master sequential PhD program. Yep, I've heard of that. Um or sequential MA to PhD, I don't know. And I would get like twenty two grand a year mm-hmm. for their stipend, which is really nice. And they would cover all my tuition. How much is it a semester? Eleven grand. Oh, like for tuition? Yeah. Uh if I get the if I get the um it's like if I get into the MA to PhD, I wouldn't have to worry about it. They pay for oh. It. Yeah. So that's why I'm like they're very competitive though. But what I wanted to mention is that they have been like contacting me, like personally, which is really nice. And they know nothing about me other than the fact that I'm like interested because I talked to this professor who's like the graduate advisor. Um, the professor I wanted to work with is actually going on sabbatical next year, oh, which kind of no. sucks. Or at yeah. least for next fall, which is fine. He can still be like someone I work with, which is good. But. Um, they emailed me today and they were like, hey, Anna, guess what? They're not making the GRE, um, 
a requirement anymore. Oh, bless. So I'm like, thank God. Did you not open my Snapchat, then? You never opened my Snapchat? I did, but I was at school, so oh, I couldn't hear it. That's right. Okay, well, I sent a Snapchat to Abby earlier, and now I'm realizing she didn't even know. But it's fine. So I don't actually care. <laughs> well, most places are taking the GRE away. Yeah, I'm really, I'm like... Okay, there's one. Please take the rest. But I'm still going to – I'm retaking the GRE next Tuesday. Yeah. So I'm still going to take it and hope that I score higher. And at least then I'm going to talk to my advisor about it. I'm going to be like – they'll be like, oh, she even took the initiative to still take the GRE during a pandemic, which I don't know if they'll consider that responsible or irresponsible. I don't know. <laughs> Just like that I had the initiative to well, do Well, I mean, it. I'm sure because they're – it's socially distanced in the, yeah. in the testing center. So, like, I'm sure they'd be more impressed than yeah. upset. Yeah. Yeah, I had to take my GACE, which is the, um, like, teacher certification test in Georgia. Um, and I had to take the English one. And this is messed up. So, they said that it's in two parts. Yeah. So, you can either take it two different days and pay $123 for both of the days, like, mm-hmm. each. So, Whatever 123 times 2 is. 246. 246. Okay. Or I can take it all at once, which is a five-hour test, for only 193. Which I say only. I guess. Like it's lightly. I guess. So. I mean, obviously, if it's an option, people take it. I'm going to take it in one day. Yeah. Because, one, I will have to take two days off of student teaching if mm-hmm. I do it on two days. So, this way, I can just get it done in one fail swoop. But the problem is, yeah. is that I'm not... Knock on wood. Yeah. Expecting to have to retake it because I've heard it's not that bad. Yeah. But because all you really need is like a passing grade. It's not like they're mm-hmm. looking for a certain number. What's a passing? Is it... I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. And <laughs> um, I've been studying though. And Same. like the problem is, is that it takes them a month to give you your scores back. Mm-hmm. And then you cannot take retake it within a month of taking it so you have to wait like two months that's a lot and i have to have it done by april oh gosh see like with the so i'm probably gonna take it in october with the gre like for you you have at least time but like not with that kind of two month thing but like with the gre it's like you can take it five times within a year or something like that so like which if you take it more than five, that's a thousand dollars. That's a thousand. Yes, <sighs> but I'm hoping I will only have to take it one more time. I'm knocking on wood now, but I don't know. We'll see. I am really hoping I'll do better this time because I did trash the first time. I just don't like standardized tests. There and you. Exp- I've never been in the testing center at our school before, but Anna explained it's not good for people with test anxiety no it's not because you literally walk in especially with everything going on with covid like you walk in and they're like okay so we need you to like show us any tattoos you have so like any tattoo that you have on your body like if it's visible at the moment that you are there okay i'm like any and i think unless like unless it's like you know underneath like your like Close. if you're if you're wearing they're not gonna like freaking strip search yeah, you. Yeah, but... if you're wearing a t-shirt, like I, depending on the t-shirts I'm wearing, um, one of my tattoos is covered, and the same with pants. Um, so if it's like oh, if at any point it could be revealed, we you need to make sure that it's like 
you show us because at one oh, point they might think it's writing at one yeah at one point she was like oh i'm glad i saw that tattoo because i didn't see it before and i was like oh sorry and she was like no it's okay we just have to make sure we make a note and she even had to like look at my hands you couldn't have i don't think you could have hair ties they almost made me take off my ring which what? i was like yeah How? you cannot okay. get writing under no, there no okay so think about it like this like they, she just said like we asked that you don't wear rings, like, any large jewelry is okay. really what she meant. And so, like, then she saw my ring. She's like, oh, that's fine. No, 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 that's fine. We just mean things that are, like, large, like, those really big rings that some girls those, wear. Those really gaudy ones. Yeah, yeah, they're super gaudy that you could you could actually hide things in you them. You could. Um, so then, yeah, but they, it is very anxiety-inducing if you're not somebody who can, like, handle that. I mean, I definitely was, like, taken back. I was like... But they do that actually for all. They do it for every, for every everything. Yeah. It's not just because of COVID, but like she was kind of rude to me. Yeah, they even say like if you have a jacket, you either have to wear it going in, and if you take like you have to if you have a jacket, you have to keep it on. Yeah, like you can't take it off. Yeah, and then my nose was covered by my mask. Um, it was definitely not as good as it could have been. Like my mask, she was like, "Use the bridge thingy." I said. I made this mask. Like, it is a homemade, home-sewn mask. Yes. It does not have a little metal piece in it. Like, she's like, oh. And I was like, don't assume. Like, not to be a dick, but, like, don't just assume somebody has some nice, fancy mask that has a nose piece in it. Yeah. I'm not Abby's grandma. I don't have (laughs) flower arrangement, like, metal pieces. No, I'm joking. Her grandmother seems lovely. She's but like, very lovely, yes. I just, I don't have those. Um, And those masks are awesome. But, yeah, and she, like, my nose, I have a very, like, I have a very small nose. Very like, petite. Yes. Yeah, I have a button nose, I will say. Very blessed in that fact. Love that. But, um, Abby also has a very nice nose. It's kind of upturned, though. I like your nose. Oh, thank you. I, I like your nose, like, too. <laughs> I, like, I like Abby's nose. <laughs> And so, but, like, because of the shape of my nose, it's very rounded. So, like, the mask just slips off. Mm-hmm. It's not like I, my nose can, like, hold it up. It just, like, slips off. Yeah. Mine kind of doesn't because it's a little upturned. So, yeah. it's a good little shelf. Yeah, it's a good little shelf. No. So, like, my mask, the way it sits on my nose, too, if it's, like, here, it doesn't, like, if you don't know what my nose looks like, how do you know if my nose is covered, by the way? like what if you don't have a nose yeah oh my god what if you don't have a nose Voldemort um (laughs) he still has nostrils though does he yeah like a snake okay yeah very small nostrils or Voldemort as apparently somebody said what was it like Shubes thought that I think so I don't know yeah it's French so it's Voldemort but yeah it's fine or it's probably like Voldemort yeah, because French. French is so aggressive. Like, not aggressive, but like... It's like a, when I was watching your that face. cooking show, this cupcake is very dense. What the hell <laughs> word is that? Dense. Dense! This cupcake is very dense. Hot, <laughs> <laughs> No. I used to want to learn French. Until, yeah, it's not fun. Until I, I switched met... for a reason. Okay, okay, I'm not... I'm not, like, being prejudiced. I'm saying this from a personal experience, which prejudice comes from that, actually. But, you know, it's fine. Um, Well, no, prejudice can come from personal experience. So, I just had a really bad interaction with somebody who is from France. And several, I'm saying several, not just one person. And since I had those interactions, I was like, 
I never want to. Yeah, you can't like disassociate that. Yeah, they were so like, I just couldn't. They were so like snooty. I guess is Mm -hmm. the best way to put it. But yeah. Okay, we've well, been talking note, long enough. Yes. It's been almost 30 minutes, so. Um, without further ado, get, get ready, ready to theory. theory. Okay, so now you guys are going to find out why I, I made Abby speak German, and then I actually I spoke German. Well, I okay, yeah, let me clarify. Anna is the one who was technically, who is and was technically a German minor. So um, bear with me. Like I said, I was... I've taken a lot of German, and I care a lot about pronunciation. Um, I am doing the Hintekaifeck murders um, that occurred in 1922. So these are a huge mystery. These are, Mm. like, I would say on the same level, at least in Germany, as what, like, I guess, like, the Black Dahlia is for us. And I almost ruined Abby's murder. (laughs) I almost said what your murder was. I mean, it's not a surprise to me, but it'll be a surprise for them. Um, So so the Hinterkaifeck murders um, involved a family called the Grubers. I'll just call them the Grubers, but I'll say their first names correctly. Um, I mean, Gruber is kind of how it's said, but it's a little... I just... The R's, the R's are too much for me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's Andreas Gruber Kitsi. Uh, oh wow, woo! I just learned how to say this name. This is there are no exceptions in German. You know how in English there are a bunch of exceptions yeah. for like E I I E. Mm-hmm. In German there are like no exceptions for their rules except mm-hmm. for this one, which I don't even know if this is actually a German name. I don't know, but Cecilia Gruber. Um, and that's the father and the mother, so Andreas and Cecilia. And then the daughter, uh, Victoria Gabriel, so she was married at one point, but she's okay. widowed now. Her, um, and then, so Victor- uh, Victoria's daughter and son, uh, Cecilia and Josef. So she named her daughter after her mom. Yeah. Okay. Which is cool. Um, so I like that name. I do like that name. I I guess the American one would be, like, Cecilia. Cecilia. Okay. So, um, I thought that the name was, uh, like, Cecilia and that she was just putting a lot of emphasis on the C, but I realized, like, while I was listening, oh, yeah, I should probably explain that I um, was listening to a podcast where the person who was doing this murder was also, like, I'm, I'm not a German speaker. I won't say I am a German speaker, like, fluent. I will say that I am... Studying German. I have studied German. But this person was actually a German speaker, and I was really confused why she was saying Cecilia. And then when I saw the actual name, I was like, oh, that's why. So um, there, yeah. So there are five family members, um, the father, mother, their daughter, and then their two, uh, her two daughters, or her two kids, which was uh, Cecilia and Yosef. Mm -hmm. So a little bit about, like, Hintekaifeck. Uh, Hintekaifeck is the name of the particular settlement, the farming like settlement okay. that the Grubers lived on. So Hinta means behind, mm-hmm. and so where they lived was near a larger settlement called Kaifeck, ah. which was um, also a farming town, kind of. It wasn't really a town; it's kind of small, almost like a hamlet, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Hinta behind Kaifeck. So they were close by, like a kilometer or something. Mm-hmm. So this actually um, occurred in what is now considered modern-day uh, Weidhofen, 
um, Germany, which is in Bayern or Bavaria, as Americans mm. call it. <laughs> um, I don't understand why there are so many English names. I don't know why they don't just call it the proper name. It's fine. Um, we like to put our own spin like, on things, I mean, you know, Germany, Americanize everything. Germany makes sense because we consider them like, like we, they come from the Germanic people. Yes. But like renaming towns in an English way, like doesn't make sense to me. Okay. So the first strange happenings uh, for the family began like six months before when their family maid, who had actually been with them for quite some time, her name was Maria, um, she just up and quit, like, very abruptly. And it was, like, a very emotional, like, uh, departure for them. Mm. It was weird. Um, And some speculate that the reason she left was because she had been hearing sounds in the attic or something, and she was like, oh, this place is haunted. Well, that's never been backed up. She was interviewed, I guess, after the murders and – she never mentioned that to the police officers. She didn't say. But the family itself was kind of weird. Um, they, the town didn't really like Andreas um, for some reason. I guess he was kind of a very not kind person, it seemed like. He also was absolutely, like, mm, disgustingly attracted to his daughter. Ew. Yeah, yeah, very incest uh, stuff going on, and like actual actual incest. Okay. Um, oh, it was actually like corroborated. Is that if that's the right word? Like in court. Oh, we need Mackenzie. Um, but <laughs> oh yeah, Mackenzie, who was our like in-house criminal justice person, she's not here because she's, she's at office. her. She's oh, at she's her in the office. Yeah, I she's guess. in the office at her new fancy job. So. Yeah, but, um, yeah, so that's, that's kind of what was going on with that. Um, they, and that was, like, another thing, too, is that they kind of believe that Yosef, um, because he came after, because, as I mentioned, uh, Victoria, whoa, that was not how I should have said that. Victoria was, um, um, widowed, and so, uh, Celia, like, her daughter was from her husband, who, I'll talk about him later. But um, it's believed that Yosef was the product of incest. Yeah. So there's theories about Yosef. Um, but, yeah. So eventually a new maid came. Um, actually, because I'm not going to talk about that. So there were also some weird things that occurred, like, a week before and the week before, really. Um, the murders occurred. And for some reason, I guess because it was in – it was in March, so that would that would be um, German winter. Um, it's still pretty chilly there, even in May, which I found out because I was having to wear a sweater and jeans. But um, there was snow on the ground, and Andreas had seen some uh, footprints leading to the house, like going towards the house, and then no footprints going away. So he didn't know, like, where those had come from and it was like from a direction I guess that like they didn't travel and hadn't traveled in recent days and stuff so it was weird um and so then um a newspaper had like appeared in their kitchen or something like or on the countertop like 
that they didn't recall ever receiving or buying or having delivered. It was very strange. Um, And then a key went missing. So that will come into play later. But, like, a key had gone missing. And so that was also odd. So eventually, um, about, like, um, eventually a new maid did join the family. And her name was um, Maria Baumgartner. Um, and she, um, joined them on March 31st, 1922. So, unfortunately, that same day, that, and late that evening, really, um, Andreas, Cecilia, um, the mom, uh, Victoria and Cecilia Jr. had made their way to the barn. And that was where their bodies would be found four days later, um, so yeah which is terribly sad and i say that we i say that they made their way to the barn because we don't know how they got there we don't know if they were like forced out there we don't know if they were like um lured we don't know um they just made it to the barn so then uh there was an investigation um oh and i should also say that the the maid was murdered on her first day, literally her first day. So her sister um, had actually dropped her off um, when they had arrived, when when she had got to the house um, on her first day and her last day. Um, oh, my gosh. That's so terrible. And her sister was probably the last person to see any of those people alive. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And Yosef was – so she was – Marie was found killed, like, in her bed chambers, and then Yosef was found killed in his, like, corn crib, I think, in Victoria's room. So that was sad. Um, so the investigation proved that they were bludgeoned to death with something called a mattock, which I actually have used a mattock before. Um, it's not exactly a pickaxe, but it's – picture a pickaxe, but with one side flat – like going this way, not going this way. Okay. Yeah. So I'm, I'm making I'm making some hand gestures for Abby. Okay. Um, and sadly, like so sadly, um, Cecilia Jr. had actually survived the attack uh. for several hours. Um, and because she was like, blood, like her head had been hit. Um, she was like pulling at her hair because she was like, I know you're not surprised. You've heard this story before. I, I guess don't it, remember. I guess it was it a was long, a long time, time ago. ago. Um, I guess it was a long time ago. But yeah, yeah it was a really long time. But um, yeah. So she was like pulling out her hair because like she's like seven. Yeah. Um, and so like she doesn't know what's happening. So of course she's gonna like be. I bet like Involved, you know like, if there's blood pouring out of her head, it probably itched. You know that's yeah. a pain sensor. So she's pulling out her hair. And that was made clear from the autopsy. Um. So, yeah, she was, like, sitting there for hours. This poor, poor thing. Um, so, for some reason, I don't know why. It wasn't really explained on the Wikipedia article I got this from. I should probably cite. But, um, yeah, their heads were kept. I don't know why. Mean, like, like, they didn't bury them with their heads? I don't think they buried them with their heads because later on their heads were lost or destroyed <gasps> oh, in, no, in, the in the ally bombings in world war ii okay yeah so i don't know why their heads were kept i don't know if it was for further investigation when they would have better like forensic and yeah. just investigative investigatory tools is that the word 
Investigative. Ah, mm-hmm. yes. Okay. So the police, like, from their investigation initially believed that um, it was a robbery. Um, and, but they found, like, a bunch of money. Like, just, like, not, like, in, cl- like, a one set place. Just, like, yeah. around the house. Just money sitting around. And it wasn't taken. Like, it was very clear. Like, it was there. And um, no concrete motive could really be concluded from the investigation and so the only like the biggest evidence they have was kind of the bodies but i'll kind of explain why not at the same time um is that the evidence showed the murderer remained in the house and on the property in general for several days after the murder yeah um they even slept in the bed, in one of the beds, because you can, I guess they could tell. Um, and then they ate some of their food. They took care of their livestock, because this was a farm, and even let out, like, the family dog. They, uh, This person also, like, was making fires, like, in the fireplace, so they were, yeah. neighbors were seeing smoke coming out of the so chimney. They it was okay. So they yeah. probably, like, for a few days, like, two days at least, they were, like, oh, you know, we've seen smoke coming out. Maybe they're just not coming to church. Maybe yeah. they're just not coming to school, you know, or chorus. Like, I know that one of them was in the choir or something. So, um, there were over 100 suspects, but none of them panned out. They didn't do a great investigation. They never took any fingerprints. I mean, this was 1922, so I don't necessarily know what fingerprint evidence was there. But, um, and they only took five photos of the entire crime scene, which was of, uh, Yosef and his bed, or his corn crib, and then... So, Yosef, you said, was still alive? No, 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 Cecilia. Cecilia was alive for, like, four hours. Okay, Yosef... so all of them were Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yosef was killed in his corn crib. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, which will be very fucked up, um, in one of the, like, theories uh, in a second. But, um, and then, like I said, uh, Maria was found in her bed as well. So, yeah, there were only five photos. It was of Yosef and his corn crib and Victoria's bed chambers and Maria and her bed chambers dead. And then a picture of the barn, like the barn house scene, which you can actually, I like saw a picture and their bodies are like kind of stacked, weirdly enough. Like that was also a weird thing is that their bodies were stacked kind of on top of each other and then hay was thrown over them as if trying to hide, Mm -hmm. but like they didn't. Um, And then... They believe the perpetrator or the murderer was, like, like on the farm already, like, before he murdered them. Like, he didn't have to break in. He didn't have to, like, or they didn't have to break in or do anything. They were already there. So, um, on to the theories regarding suspects. Um, so, there's a long list. Oh, there's a long list. Um... But one of them is um, Carl Gabriel, which is Victoria's late husband, who is... Huh? But he died. Late husband. Oh. Isn't that what that means? I thought, like... Sure, yeah. Because there's ex-husband, which means you ain't married no more. And then there's late husband, meaning they died. Right? We'll find out. It'll be okay. Someone correct us. But, um, yeah, so her dead husband 
who was believed to have been killed in World War One, but there was no body found. So some people were like, after the murders, they were like speculating, like, what if he didn't die? Like, like what if he's been alive this whole time? And then um, Victoria was like shacking up with somebody and had another kid illegitimately, like out of wedlock, and yeah, technically cheated on him. You know, well, they. Well, if that was the case, and, you know, he might be pissed, you know, he, he just got back from war or something, and his wife was cheating on him, and so there's a huge possibility that he knew that it could be his father-in-law's kid, which is, you know, disgusting, um, and that he may have killed them for revenge. But it was then, like, like mentioned, like, investigators said that it was told to police, like, no, like we were in his regiment, and he died. Yeah. <laughs> um. And sometimes there may not have been a body if they were killed, like in war. In war, sometimes yeah. there's not much left, especially if like they were exploded. Yes. So that was one theory, which why is why I was saying it could be really fucked up if that was like him killing his like wife. But it gets even more fucked up when we mention uh, Lawrence uh, Schlittenbauer. Um, he was believed to have a relationship with Victoria, um, because, you know, there's a chance he could have fathered Joseph, 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 um, and his initials actually appear on the birth certificate of Joseph, um, but there was also the chance that those could have been the initials of the attending doctor, um. so that's why it's not entirely sure, like, if they're not entirely sure if it's true. Mm-hmm. So he actually was one of the people, apparently, who went to investigate to see what was going on with the family mm-hmm. and why they hadn't, like, shown up to church or why Cecilia hadn't shown up to school. So when they got there, of course, they find the bodies in the barn. And he immediately, like, after finding the bodies, went to the house, unlocked the front door, and went inside. With the key. With the key. Ah. I told Abby that would be important. Um, So it's not been confirmed, like, whether, like, how he had a key. There's a chance that, you know, if he was Victoria's, like, lover, that she may have given a key. Or he he was a close neighbor. Like, he was close enough to be the one to go investigate with some people. Like, they may have given him a key. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, so when asked, it's it's weird because when asked, I guess he said, I don't know if this has been, like, actually proven, but, like, he said, oh, I went inside to look for my son, Yosef. But it's like, okay, like, did he actually say that or are people speculating? Um, and then some, some believe that he murdered the family because uh, Victoria had asked for financial help in regards to his son. So, which is kind of drastic, but, like, if he was willing enough to go search for them, like, and find yeah. out if something was wrong. But, yeah, so that's the Hendrik-Heifek murders. That's um, crazy. There still has been no, like, real lead. The last investigation done was in, like, 1986. Oh, wow. And they haven't done anything else with the case, but there's really nothing else they can do because the entire farm has been demolished it was demolished very shortly after the murders and they i don't know it's just odd it is very odd it's a very odd case um and i wonder can they not like 
exhumed their, like, the father and the son, Yosef's body, and to like, see if they are... But, like, also think about, like, how much... I mean, I guess they could, but, like, regardless, it's going to show he's re- they're related yeah. because they're family. But, like, I don't know if that's really pertinent to the investigation. Yeah. So, um, it might be worth it to find out if um, Lorenz was actually the father. Father, yeah. Because that could definitely be proven. Um, but I don't know. Um if that guy's, he would be dead. Yeah, he'd be dead. Um, but yeah, he should be. He should be. If not close to it. Yeah. Like, well, that's interesting. Um, I think that it's. I like. Well, I don't like, but I understand that theory more. Lorenz. Yeah. Um, I I definitely think that it it was Lorenz because mm-hmm. why would he like the key thing? Oh, and he like, what did he do? Oh, oh, somebody. Uh, I almost forgot. I guess, like, he went back to the site of the demolished farm, and somebody asked him or, like, was, like, saw him and said, hey, what are you doing? He was like, you know, the person who murdered the family was probably going to try to bury them in the barn, Mm -hmm. but couldn't because it was winter and that ground was too hard. And, like, I guess that wasn't the first time he had said something, like, speculating something that only the murderer could possibly know. Yeah. So that's why I kind of believe it had to be him. But, you know, it's one of those things. <laughs> yeah. Interesting, interesting. Crazy, crazy. Yeah. All right, so we're just going to take a little, go a little hop, skip, and a jump away to the UK. Mm. Oh, I rhymed. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we are going to be talking about the prolific Jack the Ripper today. Okay, so can I tell you something funny? I Mm -hmm. don't know if I really remember anything about this. Like, I definitely have heard the story. Oh, yeah. You've heard of the person. or Yeah, yeah. but, like, or multiple persons. Mm -hmm. But um, I, I don't know if I actually remember exactly what he did, but go ahead. Okay. So this is, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of background on the area of Britain at the time. So this happens in 19th century Britain, so the 1800s. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot of immigration during this time, a lot of people from Ireland, and a lot of Jewish refugees from Tsarist Russia. Um, Makes sense. <laughs> the working and, and housing conditions were extremely worse during this time. Mm-hmm. There was a lot... Um, during this time, actually, the economic underclass mm-hmm. developed. Did you say there was, this was 18th century? Yes. So, like, eight. Se- 1700s? No, 19th century. Okay. 1800s, okay. yes. Um, Picture. And actually, 5% of children in the East End, which is the area where this is, died before five years old. Yes. That's a lot of kids. Child mortality. Yes. was disgusting. Um, there was a lot of robbery, violence, and a lot of people with alcohol dependency issues. And um, prostitution or sex work um, was very commonplace at the time. So, that is your background of kind of context. Mm -hmm. So, there were actually, between April 3rd, 1888, and February 13th, 1891, there were 11 murders in this area. Okay. Um, They're called the Whitechapel Murders. Okay. And of these Whitechapel murders, 
five are linked to Jack the Ripper. So we'll mostly be talking about these five today. They are called the canonical five. Yes. Um, so I'm just going to go, these were the, um, the first couple people found in the Whitechapel murders. Mm -hmm. These are not part of the canonical five yet. Okay. Emma Elizabeth Smith and Martha Tavram. So Smith was robbed and sexually assaulted on Osborne street. She was not murdered there though. Okay. She actually died of peritonitis. Because she, like, they put, an ob- like, a foreign object into her. Vagina. Yes. And died of, like, a disease. Like, it that. was, like, it was like, shock. Like, yes. shock? Basically, yes. Oh, wow. Um, but they figured out that this is unrelated to Jack the Ripper. So, wait. So, she died? Was it, like, it was right like, after her sexual It was or? a day later. A day later. Okay. A day later. So, wow. yes. Okay. Um, Tabram... So, Martha Tabram was murdered on a staircase in George Yard, Whitechapel. So, this is still mm-hmm. Whitechapel. She had 39 stab wounds. Oh, God. Um, and they sent a right, right-handed person to this. I guess they can figure that out. Okay. Um, but there were no slash wounds to her throat or abdomen. And mm-hmm. we'll talk about why that makes it unrelated. Okay. So, Smith was proven to not be done by Jeff. Both Smith and Tabram. Okay. These were just, like, the first couple... Okay. Of the White Chapel murders. Okay. So now the canonical five, which are linked to Jack the River. The okay. first one is Mary Ann Nichols. Her body was found on um, Friday, August 31st, 1888, on what is now Durward Street. D-U-R-W-A-R-D Street. Mm-hmm. Um, her throat was cut twice very deeply. Mm-hmm. Her genitals were stabbed twice, and her abdomen was cut very deeply. Um, hence the slashing. hmm Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that is the first of the five. The second, Annie Chapman. She was found Saturday, September 8th, 1888. Mm-hmm. So, like, eight days after the first one. Yeah. Um, at 6 a.m. near the steps of, um, to the door, like, to the doorway of a backyard. So, like, the back door, the mm-hmm. step, she was found on there. Yeah. Um, of 29 Hanbury Street. And this is mostly the same situation as Mary Ann Nichols as far as how her body looked. But her uterus, bladder, and genitals were removed. Oh. Yeah. And, um. Could they tell if it was post-mortem? They did not say. Okay. I would assume so. I would hope so. Um, (laughs) And her small intestines were removed and placed above, sorry, her right shoulder. So I'm imagining it, like, lasso-style slung around her shoulder, which is disgusting. So that is the situation. So now we're starting to see, like, the Ripper. Okay. Part of this whole Jack situation. Okay. Next we have Elizabeth Stride. Mm-hmm. She was killed on the early morning of September 30th, 1888. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's two in one month right there. Uh-huh. She was found in Dutfield's yard, Burner Street. There was a single incision from her left carotid artery, so her neck, to below her right jaw. Um, so he basically cut her throat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in just a weird way, because usually this it yeah. sounds like he kind of went like in a U. Yeah, like a smile jaw. almost. Not uh, jawbone to jawbone. Yeah. And then this next person is um, Catherine Eddowes. She was found on... Um, in London, 
Mm-hmm. Her throat was severed and her abdomen was ripped open. Oh her intestines were drooped over her right shoulder. Mm-hmm. Her left kidney and uterus were removed and her face was very disfigured. I think they said like her nose was basically taken off. Mm. Um, so that is Edo's. Mary Jane Kelly is the fourth. Mm-hmm. Um, excuse me, she's the fifth. She was found on Friday, November 9th. 1888. So between these five, this happened between August and November, a very short amount of time. Yeah. She was found at 13 Miller's Court, which was actually her home. Mm -hmm. She was disemboweled, and her face was, quote, this is Wikipedia, hacked beyond all recognition. Oh, so like he stabbed her face. Or slashed at it a lot. I guess that's true. Her throat was severed to the spine. Uterus, kidneys, and one breast were placed, so they're taken out and placed beneath her head. Ew. Yeah. Um, so, those are the canonical five. Now, the links between the five. Okay. So, all of these murders happened at night, close to a weekend, and at the end of a month, or, like, shortly after the end of the month. Mm-hmm. Um, and then many of them, like, had their organs removed. Two of them had their intestines draped over their shoulders. Mm-hmm. It's just... Too many similarities. Yeah. Um, so... Now the suspects. Mm-hmm. Um, people are saying that this person was employed and lived locally. Mm-hmm. This could be one of them. Because the murders took place on weekends and public holidays. So, like, it was just yeah. more on their schedule to murder yeah. these people at this time. Some, on the other hand, thought that he was a doctor or an aristocrat who lived, like, in an upper-class area and mm-hmm. just visited Whitechapel from time to time. Okay. On, like, weekends or holidays. Just because of the organ removal yeah. situation. So now the, like, people. There are so, so many people. Suspects. suspects mm-hmm. I, that I'm not even close to listing them all. These are just, um, four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, four that I'm listing. And it, it's crazy. Okay. So, the first one is Montague John Druitt. He was an assistant schoolmaster in um, Blackheath, London. Mm-hmm. Um, but he died by suicide by drowning, so he drowned himself. Oh. And people say he's probably not Jack the Ripper because the only evidence against him is just his coincidental timing of his suicide. Yeah. So, probably not him. Mm-hmm. Next one is... This is a weird name. Serwin Klozowski. Serwin Klozowski. He's Polish. He emigrated to the UK from Poland. He actually poisoned three of his wives. Mm -hmm. So because of these these crimes, the poisonings, he was hanged. Yeah. Um, But people say it's probably not him because poisoning and disemboweling are two very different different MOs. Yeah. Um, And usually serial killers don't switch between, Mm -hmm. you know, like that. Yeah. Then we have John Pizer. He's a Polish Jew. Work- he was a Polish Jew, Jewish man, working as a bookmaker in Whitechapel. Mm-hmm. People knew him as Leather Apron. Um, he was convicted of stabbing several people, mm-hmm. um, but no evidence is against him linking him to the Jack the Ripper cases. Yeah. Um, and he also stayed with relatives at the time of the canonical five. So his alibi of, yeah. is pretty rock solid. It'd be kind of hard to be covered in blood coming out of Yeah. 
Then we have James Thomas Sadler, the next person I'm talking about. He was a friend of Francis Cole, um, who was actually mm-hmm. the last victim of the Whitechapel murders. Mm-hmm. Um, but, again, he was at sea at the time of four of the canonical murders. So it's probably not him either. No. So a lot of these people that they have theorized as suspects... Have alibis. Have alibis. And they're not even close to, like, finding who it could be. And it's yeah. been so long, and there's been so many suspects mm-hmm. that it's just... At this point, people are just guessing to guess. Yeah. Um, but the media really took the story um, and ran with it. Mm-hmm. So, contrary to popular b- belief, Jack the Ripper is not the first serial killer. Mm-hmm. No. A lot of people think he is, but... No. He's not. Um, he hit the this like canonical five made a media frenzy with newspapers. Mm-hmm. It actually like led to the selling of a lot of newspapers. So mm-hmm. it was really good for business, unfortunate to say. Yeah. And um, the name Jack was created by the press, and it was actually it's actually standard media practice to give like unknown okay. serial killers names. So yeah. like examples would be the Axe Man of New Orleans, yeah, the Boston Strangler, and the French Ripper. There are so mm-hmm. many of them. Um, so insane. But this has also left quite a legacy. So, the Jack the Ripper case has drawn or did draw a lot of attention to the poor living conditions in the East End. Yeah. Actually, after the slums were demolished, so they were trying to, like, fix up the area, mm-hmm. um, even now, if you go on a tour, they'll mention Jack the Ripper. Yeah. If you, like, pass by. Um, he became the children's boogeyman. Oh, God. Um, so, like... What? They just tell their kids, like, if you act up, basically, you're gonna have your... Ba- imbe- blah, 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 disemboweled, you're yes. You're gonna be disemboweled. Um, he's also the symbol of predatory aristocracy, which is kind of interesting because some people think that he was a doctor. Yeah. Um, Sherlock Holmes kind of makes references, not necessarily to him, but, like, the cases. Yeah. I, like, wonder about the Smith and then, um, the Talbum. Mm-hmm. Um, like, if he saw House and he got away with that, and he was and like, was okay, I can inspired do Inspired in, like, being in the same area. Yeah. Um, he's, people make references to him all the time in novels, short story, plays, songs, etc. Yeah. So many things. And actually, in 2015, they opened a Jack the Ripper museum in London. Oh my gosh. And some of the exhibits, I looked into this, include a whistle used by the police to summon help when Edo's body was found. You can also see a recreation of Lehman Street Police Station where they conducted their investigation and a recreation of the scene of Edo's murder. Wow, that's so nice to make money off of someone's murder. Right? <laughs> yeah, so um, that's all I have. Mm-hmm. I watered down this this yeah. story a lot. No, you're good. Because it is heavy. I mean, there's a whole separate Wikipedia page just for the theories of who it could be. Yeah. And it goes on and on and on and on. I can't imagine. But, um, I like to think it's probably this Serwin Klazowski guy just Mm -hmm. because he poisoned through his west. But then his MO was so different. Mm -hmm. Um, than Jack the Ripper. I just, I don't know. That's. And it's like everyone now is dead. It's just, it's just been too long. It's been too long. Sadly. Yeah, and they didn't have DNA. forensics, yeah. really, at this at time. All, no. They just 
So, what did you see on the time of this, at this day? Yeah. Extra, extra, read all about it. <laughs> well, wait a minute. It's not funny. It's like the detective in his office with the, like, the weird glass door. And, like, had, like, smoke everywhere because yeah, he's, he's like, smoking. She had legs, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Intestines um, draped over one shoulder. Sorry, I should not be joking about that. But, um. Oh, God. So that's that story. Yeah. So after hearing, do you kind of recognize? Yeah, I I definitely remember hearing about that. I just I don't know. I oh god, it's icky. It is icky. I was on my way here, and just like, um, what was it you said that made me? Oh, how I joked like not joked, but like how I said like I love how they made money off of someone's yeah. murder. Well, this person wasn't murdered, but, like, there was this, like, girl. You've heard this story. He, like, she was, like, 21. She was, like, dying. And this guy who was, like, a German immigrant, he, like, changed his identity. But he was um, pretending to be a doctor and, like, mm. made her body, like, modified I... it. Oh. You've heard this. I just listened to this It person. is. Disgusting. Wild. Yeah. It is so gross wild and it's not necessarily a murder no it's not it's, she died of na- like sadly illness but um, did she cover that in one of the true crime yes because technically that is a crime you cannot is, <laughs> yeah it's considered defiling a corpse because he like and he stuffed her with like, broke rats. into a freaking grave he paid for it so technically oh did he really yeah. i don't remember yeah, that yeah it's been a while uh, you can look up pictures of what she yeah of what she looked but like but the reason i like even joked like making money off of her murder but like they literally put that poor girl's body on display at a funeral home the funeral home where she was like like they put her on display after he did all of that after to her? he did all of that to her and she was like mummified covered in plaster and she was she didn't even look like a person it was nine years after yeah she didn't even look i mean it looks like a really bad mannequin yeah at a store yeah it's disgusting but um yeah so i was listening to that and that's why i thought about the whole like making money off of someone's misfortune but positive thing you got um oh gosh you might see new tomorrow's mutants. friday oh yeah you might see new mutants um that came out a few weeks ago yeah, a couple weeks ago um i haven't seen any of the yeah what what what's mutants again x-men x-men okay i haven't seen any but i think i'll still understand it if i no it'll be all right because it's not like a whole new story pretty much it's yeah they you'll we'll probably see some of the Old also, Maisie Williams is in it. Oh, I love her. And the guy who plays, um, he's in Stranger Things. Who does he play? Is it Wolf? Hard? No. No, 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 no. He plays, um, the older brother. Oh, uh. The one who Will's dates Nancy. older yeah. brother. Yes, is in it. Yes. Um, I don't know what else he's in. Yeah. Yeah, so it should be good. It looks, it looks. It'll be the first one I've seen a movie since I think I saw. I haven't Frozen or Star Wars. I can't remember which one. We saw Frozen the like the day it came out. Yeah, we saw Frozen the day it came out. So no, it was probably Star Wars because that came out in December. But um, yeah, I, I'm a happy thing. I'm, I started. I started a new like skin routine. My sister told me about this like, stuff called the ordinary hmm. kind of chemically and i was a little like comprehend no not comprehend apprehensive, apprehensive. <laughs> i am 
Not okay. Um, you need a thesaurus. I'll be your thesaurus. Not even a thesaurus, just a freaking dictionary. Oh, golly gee. But um, now, and so I've been using it for only like two days now, and I've already noticed a difference because I have really bad acne scars. So, um, but yeah, I've been doing that. I wonder if it will help my feet. I yeah, have so many actually, bug bites on my feet, when it's going to scar. When your feet heal up, I'll, I'll get you. I'll show you the stuff. We can do it together. Um, okay. It looks like blood, like in a bottle. It's called a chemical peel, but nothing oh, peels. Oh, okay. It just is like, it exfoliates and it has like these pepper berries or something in them that make it super dark red. Mm-hmm. I think I, I might have sent you a picture of it on my face. I think you did. Yeah, and yeah. it looked like I had a rash, but like, it makes you tingle. Like, it makes your skin tingle a little bit, but yeah, that's kind of what I'm excited about because I've always been like really self-conscious because when I'm in the sun for a long time, which usually I'm not, but like... Yeah. When I've been out in the sun, because of the way that the sun reacts with your skin, it really makes my skin, like, get really dark patches. And I've always been, like, very self-conscious about it. So I'm hoping that if I, like, continue this routine, which I'm noticing a difference. girl with, like, 50 bajillion freckles, yeah. Yeah. so. I think I have freckles on my nose. Because, like, there's, like, just this, like, yeah, brown spot do. right there. And it's, like, in Harry Potter, and she goes, you've got dirt. Like, you do I have a freckle. I see it. I can't it. get the dirt to go away. I, you, have, you have dirt it's right here. It's literally like a spot on my nose. Yeah. Like it's weird. It's only like right there. I don't know why. Um, I mean, it makes sense because that's the part of your face that sticks out. So yeah. Like the sun. True. But yeah, I really, I don't know. I also haven't spent a lot of time in the sun. In a really long I time. haven't either. It's so sad. That's why I'm so white. <laughs> you burn really easily. I burn too. so, and I get like blisters yeah. too. I had a coworker. Okay, let me tell you, I am not a redhead. Okay, I am right now a kind of halfway bottle blonde. Like, yeah, I have dyed like bleached hair with some highlights and my, some natural tones in there, like my actual hair. But I had a coworker who was a redhead look at me because I said something he said something about being outside for a while and I was like oh man you might get a sunburn he's like yeah you know us redheads we just burn so easily and I told Abby about this I thought but like yeah you did I was so confused I was like a redhead thinks I'm a redhead where is this coming from <laughs> so and I mean I'm not offended necessarily because I've always wished I had red god hair. you ginger don't have a soul but like just kidding I don't have red hair, so I don't know. No, where, you like, don't. I don't know where that came from, but I mean, hmm, fine. Yeah, it's whatever. Um, but okay. So tomorrow's Friday, so that's good. Finally, yeah. the weekend. Oh. Yeah. I mean, tomorrow will be Tuesday when you guys hear this, so it'll yeah. be kind of depressing me saying that. But yeah, at the time of recording, it is Thursday night. I had to do some serious thought because you said. I forgot you said tomorrow is Friday, and then you said, well, tomorrow will be Tuesday when you guys hear this. Oh. Like, like that woman in the picture who's, like, doing all the yeah. math. I was like, what the hell does that work? It comes out on Monday. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah, but, um. Oh, oh, and it's our last, um. True crime. True crime. So, so I think, unfortunately, 90s <laughs> comedy is one. Yeah. And I'm not looking for it. I mean, I'll probably stick with Friends. Yeah. I might uh, do, like. 
Seinfeld or and something. And That 70s Show is a good one. Oh, God. Yeah. So good. I just don't know how many theories there will be. Today. Yeah. We'll we might have out. to shorten it and not do yeah. a whole month. We'll see. Yeah. Oh, if you're on the iTunes app, please scroll down. Give us a five-star please go for, tell a friend and we love comments too if you want to leave us some comments yeah. with your um five star rating <laughs> then go ahead yeah and then if you have if, if you have a friend family member who might like our podcast tell them because and share it on on social meds yeah do that oh my gosh i i love when i see abby's grandma and mom share our podcast it makes me so happy mm-hmm. uh, yeah thanks Gma. haven't seen it in a while because you know haven't posted slash done anything. and it hasn't been on the social meds nope but um other than the snapchats yeah can't live without that because that's literally for some reason how we communicate i don't even consider that the way we use it i don't yeah, consider it social media i don't consider it social media unless i post on my story but... i consider it multimedia texting Okay. <laughs> and send videos. videos. Yes. But you can do that with text messaging. But like, That's it's not, true. It's not as like, it doesn't seem, it seems more awkward, I guess, to like do that. Over yeah. Text message. You're right. Versus Snapchat. But okay. Um, All right. I think this is a natural ending to our yeah. episode. So um, until next time, keep, keep calm, calm and theory, theory on. on.